You are now tuned in to She Means Business Podcast. Hey ladies, I am your host Martina Davis and welcome back to another episode here at She Means Business Podcast. I'm excited to have you tuning in today and I'm excited to share with you what's on my heart, what's been happening in my life and what's going on in business. I'm just excited to do that. Um, I, happy Mother's Day. Hello. We just celebrated Mother's Day yesterday. I pray that you've had a beautiful and blessed day on yesterday and I pray that you have a blessed beautiful and prosperous today and so on and so forth because Mother's Day is every day like it it just don't start and stop on one day it's it's like a forever thing (laughs) it's a forever job (laughs) so happy Mother's Day happy Mother's Day to all my mompreneurs out there and so I titled this episode the struggle of the mompreneur because the struggle is so real like it is so real and I feel like why the struggle is so real is because we are trying to balance it all we are trying to balance motherhood we're trying to grow we're, we're trying to raise our children and grow a business we're trying to be good wives and keep the house clean We're trying to make sure, you know, there's food on the table, but then also have to cook and shop for that food that we put on the table. (laughs) We do a lot. We do a lot. So before I I get any further into the any further into this episode, I want you to just like give yourself a hug. (laughs) For real. Give yourself a hug. Um a pat on the back, whatever you got to do, because we do a lot, a lot, and you're doing it, regardless if you have some struggle days or not. You live through it. You're here today, right now to listen to me. So I want you to take a moment to just be like, (sighs) take a deep breath because you're doing it, mommy. You're doing it. The struggle has been real, but you're doing it. And so on today's episode, I pray that the the tips and what I share with you will bless your life and help you out. Okay. Now, real quick, give it, throw up a kiss to Jesus. Just go (laughs) every once in a while. I'll just go. I'll give a kiss to Jesus. You give Jesus a kiss because he has blessed you, sis. And I want to start there. God has blessed you. In Psalms 127 verse three, it says children are an heritage from the Lord a offspring, and a reward from him. So yes, yes, the struggle is real. But first, I want to remind you that your child, your children are a reward from your heavenly father. So thank you, Jesus. We blowing up a kiss to God to let him know that we are grateful and thankful for our children, no matter how loud they are, how messy how costly, how much they eat all our snacks before we can enjoy them, right? All of those things. But Lord, we are so grateful that you have placed purpose in our wombs, God, and that you have given us children who are our legacy, who are a part of our heritage, oh God, and who are a reward from you. So I want you to keep that in your mind. And that scripture, again, is Psalms 127, verse 3. And for, for any moment, for at any time where you're just like, I am over it, <laughs> right? 
I'm over it. For any time you want to prioritize your business over your kids, because it can get like that if we just be real, if we just keep it honest, especially if it's a passion of yours, especially if you enjoy what you're doing. Sometimes it is possible, it happens, that we prioritize our businesses over our children. But when that moment happens, when those emotions or thoughts rise up, I want you to think back on this scripture, scripture, Psalms 127 verse 3, where it says, children are an heritage from the Lord, an offspring and a reward from him. They are your gift from your heavenly father. They are a gift he has given you. He has blessed your womb. He has blessed your life with those children. Okay? (laughs) So I want to put that out there first. Because this scripture has blessed my life. This scripture has helped me to put things in perspective. It has helped me. It has helped me for any time I complained or any time I thought any way that I shouldn't have been thinking. If I go to his word, it reminds me that who my children are. And if God has gifted me with those children, no matter what season we're in, in life with them, those are my blessings. Those are a gift that God has given me. And I need to handle that, that gift with care. I need to be cautious. I need to be, I need to be, what is the word I'm trying to say? Intentional about being a mother. Okay, and so I wanted to put that out there first. I wanted to put that out there first because I I just wanted to put that out there first. All right. (laughs) So, yes, mommies, the struggles can be real. And what I want to do today is share six tips for all you mompreneurs out there out there that will help you. And these tips has helped me as well. So these weren't just things that I just pulled online somewhere and talking about it. These aren't things that I'm just saying that I haven't tried. These are things that I have tried. These are things where God literally spoke to me to help me out. Okay? So, six tips for mompreneurs out there because this struggle is definitely real. So, number one is to seek the Lord. And that's probably always going to be my number one for like anything. (laughs) But seek the Lord specifically for time time management and scheduling. Okay, so we do a lot. I don't have to tell you, you know what you do. We do a lot between managing our households, taking care of our children and trying to grow a business, grow, run and maintain a business. It's a lot. We do a lot. We I get it, sis. I'm right there with you. Okay, I have five children, by the way. (laughs) I have five children between the ages of one and 11. My husband and I, we we both work. He works full time. I work part-time. He has a business. I have a business. (laughs) We're trying to grow them. We're trying to be successful. We're trying to do a lot of things for our family. And so that's very time-consuming. And so when you throw kids in the household and just everything that has to be done, it's a lot. So one day I found myself walking around the house. I was cleaning and I was like, Lord... I'm super grateful. I was I was telling him everything I was grateful for, right? Right? So Lord knew a butt was coming. He knew. I'm like, Lord, thank you for this and thank you for that and thank you for this. And I'm so grateful for my portion, Lord. I'm super blessed. But, 
But Lord, how do you expect me to do all this? Like, you can't you take something off my plate? I was really hoping he would just take off, you know, working my job. <laughs> like, Lord, you can have that in the name of Jesus. You just just take that. <laughs> and um, so I'm talking to him. I'm like, Lord, I need help. I'm one person. Yes, my husband helps out, but you know, he's working in the daytime. So during the time he's working is the time I need to take care of the household. It's the time where I need to cook. It's the time where I need to teach my kids and run my business. Because by the time he gets home, whether I'm working that night or not, like these things just kind of need to be done. (laughs) So I'm talking to God. And as I'm walking around complaining and being thankful, I don't know how that works, but I was doing it. Um, God just put this idea on my heart and he said to me, he literally was helping me with my time management and how to schedule when to do the work for Shimi's business. And he brings this idea to me. He says, listen, when you go to work, you work in the evenings, you work from six to 11 PM, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Lord. Yeah. That's, that's my schedule. Are you trying to take that away from me? Are you, are you? (laughs) And, um, he says, well, on the nights that you don't work, Use that time to work on Shimi's business. And when he said that, I said, okay. And I instant, it was like he instantly told me what things to work on. Your ebooks, the book that you're writing, your content, you know, preparing your emails, all that kind of stuff. He began to put on my heart. He says, use that time to do it. So I was like, okay, Lord. So if I work Monday and Tuesday, but off Wednesday and Thursday, and whatever other days, from 6 to 11, that is when I will work on my business. So that way in the daytime, you know, I can feed the children, I can teach the children, and I can get some cleaning done. And then I even have time to rest. I have time to watch a show, read a book, you know what I mean? And then go to work. And then on the days when I don't work, I do all the same routine, but by six o'clock, I make sure they have dinner and everything. I go into she means business mode. So God really, really helped me out with that. So it's going to be different for all of us. So just truly seek God for your time management and your scheduling. And I, I think, no, I don't think, I know the, the, the struggle is balancing trying to balance it all. And what God was just revealing to me is that the way I'm viewing balancing, like, I, you know, I view, I imagine the two weights, right? And they're just leveled. They're even. And he was saying to me that, you know, each day for you is going to be different. You know, today you might give more attention to your children and household and not as much attention to Shimi's business. But that's okay because this is what I graced you to do for today. There may be days where, and there has been days where he'll literally be like, yeah, I know you're off tonight. Yeah, I know from 6 to 11 you're supposed to work on this, but this is me and you time. And I was like, all right, all right, Jesus, here we go. You know what I mean? So the one thing God has really helped me with, you know, yes, he's helped me with my, he's, I'm just super grateful because he's helped me with my time management and my schedule. And so I, so I know what the daytime is for. I know when to work on she means business and it just, it really helped me out. It took so much pressure off of my life. It took so much, so much anxiety off of my life and it's preventing burnt out because I am definitely one of those moms who I'm going to admit it. I like, I like wearing the S on my chest. I like being a superwoman, even if it costs me my peace. I know that's crazy, right? But I, I, 
and and I had to realize this. So as God's dealing with me, and even now as I'm talking to you, he's like telling me like, he's telling me about myself. And, you know, I realized that I, 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 I like kind of striving for perfection. I, I like doing it all. I do. But we can't. We can't always do it all. So if you seek him for your time management and how and what how and what he wants you to do for the day, it will bless your life. It will help you out. It will help you in all the areas that you're struggling in. And that's how he has helped me. All right. So that was tip number one. Seek the Lord for time management and scheduling. Number two, tip number two for all my mompreneurs out there, meal prep, meal prep. So I want to share with you what God has really, really helped me in this area um, because I'm definitely, I was definitely a last minute person. Like it's four o'clock or five o'clock and we know that in the next hour we're ready to eat dinner. Dinner's not cooked. I didn't necessarily even thaw the food out. And so then I'm like, okay, well, we'll just order. But it's taken us like 40 minutes to decide what we want to order because we're like, well, we want to eat something healthy. We already had pizza. You know, you just go through the whole list and like, okay, I'll just order something off of DoorDash. But do I feel like paying all that extra money, right? It's like a whole, it's a whole thing trying to prepare for dinner. And so meal prep. Hmm meal prep. So I'll share um, what I do. So in the morning time, um, so first of all, I have five children, um, ages one through 11. I think I told you that, but I'm telling you again. (laughs) Um, And so my oldest, like my two, my three oldest, they know how to prepare breakfast. So number one is I trained my children. (laughs) I taught my children, you know, how to do breakfast. So they're either cooking oatmeal, cereal, toast, or like egg whites. And so, you know, my husband taught my oldest daughter how to cook egg whites. So she knows how to cook egg whites. They all know how to use the toaster oven or the toaster. So they know how to make their toast. Um, cereals are really easy. Oatmeal's really easy. Um, you know, they just, we have the kettle. So, you know, they bo- boil the water and then they'll, um, put the water in their oatmeal. We also, I, I even do this, you know, your coffee makers. Like I taught my kids how to just, you know, don't put the coffee beans in there or anything, just put water in there. And so then hot water comes out in the coffee maker. So they'll, they'll get hot water from the coffee maker and then pour that into their oatmeal as well. So number one was I trained my kids how to do breakfast. So because I do work late, you know, on the nights that I work the next morning, I'm not, I'm not always up early. And so they know how to make breakfast and I've even given them a routine. So they know after breakfast, if mommy's still sleeping, you see mommy's tired and she's not up yet, unless there's an emergency, you know, get your breakfast, take care of your hygiene. I taught them how to do that. I even taught them like, hey, okay, now put your shows on um, for your younger siblings. And they watch, this is what they watch. They watch just something on, um, they just started watching uh, The Bible Man on pure flicks but on youtube they also watch um super book and then you know they still like mickey mouse so um, we let them watch that so you know i've trained my kids like okay you sit them down to watch your shows and then my three oldest they go into their devotional time so that's so i know i'm talking about meal prep (laughs) but that's something that i've done to just train my kids so it all depends how old your children are 
But, you know, being that all of our kids are home now, you know, if you have kids who are older, just begin to train them. And so that's what they do. So anyway, on my meal prep, on my regular days, what I do is when I wake up, I cook, you know, when it's, I cook breakfast for them. And then while I'm cooking breakfast, I also cook dinner. So I'm either throwing chicken in the oven or I use my slow cooker, the crock pot. I, I love it. I really do. And so while they're eating breakfast or while I'm preparing breakfast, I also prepare dinner. Okay. So there is like meal prepping right there. So now they're eating breakfast, we're eating breakfast, and basically by the time we're done breakfast and cleaning up, dinner's already cooking. That's already done. It's already planned and cooked. <laughs> okay? Or it's cooking, not cooked yet, but it's cooking. Um, so that's one thing I do. And then this this part I haven't done yet, but the Lord really like just put this on my heart as I was preparing for this episode. But he was reminding me, he says, when they were in school, right? And and my kids used to bring lunches because I wanted to control what they were eating. But he says, What did you guys used to do every day? Every night, you know, after showers and everything, before they went to bed. They would they would either make their lunches or we would make their lunches. And so God was just putting back on my heart to go back to that. And so if you start your, you know, if you're making your breakfast and dinner at the same time, but then if you make their lunches the night before, right? And you know, their lunches is a sandwich, some fruit, you know, a snack, whatever it may be. You know, prepare that the night before and just have it in the fridge. Just like, you know, if you if your kids were in school, we would pack their lunch at night, put it in, fr- in the fridge. And then in the morning, they would take their lunch boxes out the fridge and be on their way. So kind of just, just keep that con- same concept. And that was what the Lord was telling me. He said, you used to do it faithfully without thinking. It's just something that you did. And he was like, get back to that. And that will help you during lunchtime. And I was like, okay, Lord, okay, you helping me out. Thank you, Jesus. And so, you know, just do that. So again, when you're cooking breakfast, cook your dinner as well. You know, use the crock pot or put something in the oven. So that way, that's already being dealt with. All right? And I love I love the crock pot. Slow cookers, whatever we call them. I love it. Like, I love cooking meals in there. Put everything, all the ingredients in there. Put it on. And that thing is cooking five to six hours. I can smell when it's done. <laughs> you know what I mean? It has a timer, but I can smell when it's done. And it's literally done right around dinner time. So when I serve it to them, it's hot. I don't have to reheat it or anything. Um, and so that takes care of, that takes care of breakfast and dinner. And then if you prep their lunch the night before, then when it's lunchtime again, you like kids. Go grab your lunch or, you know, <laughs> grab your lunch out the fridge. And they'll even love that. You know, they'll be like hype about, you know, getting their brown paper bags or lunch boxes or whatever. You know what I mean? And do the same things with their snacks. Just have certain snacks put out for them so they know these are your snacks. That's it. Don't ask me for anything more. That's it. <laughs> so meal prepping. Meal prepping will help you. It will help you with your time management. So it frees up time throughout your day to do other things. All right. So tip number three, tip number three is invest in a virtual assistant. Okay. So mompreneurs, right? We're running a business. Um, at this point in time, you know, most of us for the most part are running online businesses. And so I, I really, 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 really would suggest to you, 
um, that suggests that you hire a virtual assistant just to help you out. And virtual assistants, I know sometimes you're like, oh my goodness, an extra expense. I can't, I can't. But your time is just as valuable as your money, if not more. It's more valuable, actually. And so I, I hired a virtual assistant and, and it all depends on what you need. Okay, I'm huge on doing it myself, but there are so many things and projects that I'm working on that I like I can't (laughs) I can't do it all myself. And so I'm so grateful um, for my virtual assistant. I'm super grateful. I actually this was pretty cool. I found her because she was booking me for a service. Um, Because we're branding her company and um, I would put her information out there, but she's not ready yet. (laughs) Almost there. Um, But I found her because she booked me for a service. And then when I learned what she did, I said, hold up, this could bless my life. (laughs) And it has. And so, you know, every once and she does things for me, like creating landing pages. She's working on a website for me. Like she, she does a lot of things. And so don't be afraid, mommies, to outsource. And if you feel like, if you feel like, okay, you can't afford it, I really challenge you to look at your budget, to look at your money and how you are spending it. Because a virtual assistant is not that expensive. It's not. It, it all depends on what your tasks are. And I, I even hired a virtual assistant before. You know what I mean? Um, and I remember one of her, one of the things I needed her to do it only costs $35 because for her, it only took her like 30 to 45 minutes. Where for me, it would have took me about three hours because I had to learn it. I had to find the software X, Y, and Z. But I hired her. It only took her about an hour. I paid $35. The job was done. And then how about this? She also taught me. So it was like, okay. I, I was able to learn what resources I can use. She did, you know what I mean? Like it just, it just worked all the way around. So don't be, don't be afraid to outsource. And if you feel like you don't have the money, I challenge you just to look where you are spending your money. I guarantee you, you're spending it on food. Just, just don't order out tonight. Use that money to invest into your business so you can use your time wisely. I'm telling you, a virtual assistant will bless your life. I'm telling you, because I, I listen, I'm huge on doing it myself and I still do things myself, but I'm just learning how to outsource and it feels good. It feels so good. It's like, ah, oh, that's one thing I don't have to worry about. You know what I mean? So it feels really good. Don't be afraid to outsource. And if you're like, okay, so moving on, moving on, because I'm going to keep repeating myself. So tip number four, tip number four. Get yourself a business journal, okay? A business journal is just a notebook, but it's a notebook that's only dedicated for your business, okay? I highly suggest getting yourself a business journal, and, and here's why. If you're anything like me, if you're a visionary, you are constantly getting new ideas. You are constantly thinking of new marketing campaigns or content or whatever it could be. Just you're constantly like the light bulb is constantly 
flicking on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you always have a brilliant idea and that's so dope because your heavenly father made you brilliant. He has made he made you creative, all that good stuff. But if you get yourself a business journal just to begin to write it down, don't write it down in a Facebook post. God has taught me and delivered me from that. Write it down in a business journal. Everything. Just write it down. Write it down. And have the understanding that sometimes God is going to pour things into your heart, into your mind. But it doesn't mean you have to go and execute them all at once. It doesn't mean everything is for right now. So if you write those things out and just say, Lord, just put Proverbs 16, three on it, commit thy thoughts unto the Lord and he will establish them. So what I've learned, which is my foundational scripture, by the way, what I've learned and what I've been doing is just writing them down and submitting them unto my heavenly father. And I'm saying, okay, Lord, you gave me these ideas anyway. I'm, I'm relying on you to establish them. So instead of me trying to establish them, I'm just honoring you, God, by writing it down so I don't forget. And then we'll get back to this when you're ready. So I just I highly suggest getting yourself a business journal for all your ideas that has to do with your business. And listen, I literally I have notebooks and journals for days. Um, I literally have notebooks for like every business because um, there there's other things that I'm working on or doing. And I just have a notebook. For each one, that way I don't I don't mess up my thoughts or they get all over the place. I keep it organized and I keep it structured and boom, good to go. And that has really helped me because I would have ideas and ideas, ideas, and then I just naturally think, okay, how can I implement them right now? And then, you know, I start working on it and then I'm just overwhelmed because I'm doing too many things at once. And so, for instance, for the month of May, it's so cool because God has been kind of just dealing with me on what to talk about each month. And so the month of May, he gave me even some more clarity. Thank you, Jesus, for clarity and told me just kind of what my theme is for the month, what to talk about. And and as, so as he's giving me information and stuff for this month, I'm I'm already thinking about next month and I write it down in my journal. Now, if I was back to my regular old self, I will be trying to implement that all in one month and then nothing will get done because I'm trying to do too much at once. So again, I highly suggest you getting a business journal. All right. So next up is number five, stay positive. Keep, keep your mind, keep your mind. Just think positive thoughts. <laughs> stay positive. What you're thinking and what you're saying matters. It matters. And so even, you know, in the beginning of this episode, I read Psalms, what was it? Psalms 127 verse three. And I told you it all starts with your mind. So, you know, how you think about your children matters, how you think about yourself matters, how you think towards your business matters. So I really want to challenge you if you don't to just stay positive. If you're one of those people where you have to write it on a sticky note and post it on your mirror, on your wall, then do it. If it's scriptures, if it's motivating quotes, if it's something, if it's a phrase that God whispered in your ear, write that down and, and stick it somewhere. And and, and listen, the, God is so dope. So earlier tonight, um, I found a letter that I wrote to myself. It was on January 1st. No, 
uh, June 1st, 2013. It's a whole note, but the note started with failure is not an option. And that's something that God has, has been telling me for years. And see, the reason why he told me that, because he knew my mind was going to constantly think that I was a failure because I love to achieve things. That's just who I am. I'm very ambitious. I'm such a go-getter and I love achievements, not for anybody else, but just for myself. Like that's just how I'm wired. And if I feel like I didn't achieve a goal, if I feel like I'm not doing the things that I should have been doing or what I think I should have been doing at this point in my life, I began to think of myself as a failure. And so tonight when I came across that letter, failure is not an option. And I was like, you know what? I I, got to post that. I got to write that on a sticky note or post it. But it's, it's just a phrase that God has always spoken to me. Like I said, sometimes he'll whisper a phrase in your ear and he and he's been telling me this for years because he knew my story. God knew what my story and struggles were going to be like and he said failure is not an option. So stay positive Think positive, get in your word. If it's a quote, if it's something God has told you, write that down and stick it somewhere. Whether it's your journal, your notebook, a sticky note, whether it's the um, image on your phone, whatever. It could be on the back of your case. It could be a note in your wallet, like whatever. Write it down. It could be, listen, for some of you, you're going to write a note on a dollar bill, on a $10 bill, on a $20 bill, or even a $100 bill. Whatever it may be, God may say, I'm going to multiply some 30, some 60, some 90, whatever it may be, whatever God is telling you. And I envision that out of nowhere. So that is for somebody. Whatever God is telling you concerning your money, this is real quick. Whatever God is telling you concerning your money, get whatever you have. And we're not worried about the amount unless God is getting real detailed with you. But get you a dollar, ten, whatever, and write whatever God has told you to write on that. And you go store that somewhere. Don't spend it. Go store it somewhere. You ever go into a store and you see people that have like a dollar hanging up framed with some with a note on it or with a $20? I see it all the time in corner stores. See, it was something that was meaningful to them. It was a quote or something someone told them that stuck to them. And now they're operating a business. So I want you to do the same thing. If you felt led, if this is really resonating with you and it is resonating with somebody because this ain't in my notes. Whatever God is telling you, you write it down. If it means you need to go look up scriptures about money and write one of those scriptures down on that dollar bill, $20 bill, whatever, go do it and don't spend it. Okay, that was random, but thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Stay positive. Keep some affirmations, long as they're holy and godly. Okay, we're not dabbling in all this other stuff that's out there. Keep it holy, keep it righteous, keep it positive in the mighty name of Jesus, okay? And now we are moving on to the last tip for my mompreneurs because the struggle is definitely real, but it won't be real that much longer. (laughs) So tip number six is invest in time for yourself. Invest in some me time. Because it's needed, sis. It's really needed. Like, I know we hear self-care. We see self-care all the time now. You might like, oh, that's cliche. Oh, that's another post. But it's needed. When you are investing in yourself, you are allowing yourself to be refreshed. You are, you are loving 
on yourself by doing the things that you like, by resting. Maybe it's listening to music, taking a bath, lighting a candle, you know, just doing your, your regular facial routines, whatever it may be. Do it. Invest in you by having some me time. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. <laughs> and I mean, you you'll feel better. You'll you'll feel refreshed and and, and I'll share this story with you. I don't even know how long ago it was, but it I think it was December, I think. I think it was in February. It was in February. I was like, "Lord, I I I was like, "Lord, I'm over being a mother." I just, they take all my time, all my resources, all my everything. And I kept going back to the days before I was a mother. You know, I I, I was a mother by 21. So my days were pretty much from 16 to 20 where, you know, when I first had my jobs, every time I got a paycheck, I could just buy whatever I wanted. Like sis always had her hair done, nails, toe done, eyebrows, all of that. You know, every two weeks I was adding to my wardrobe. You know what I mean? Like I just, I had all the books in the world. I love reading books. I just, I love collecting books too. Um, I just, I could do anything I wanted to do. I remember I I just was spending time with God at any time. You know what I mean? Whenever I just felt like going in my room and talking to Jesus, I could do it. (laughs) You know, whenever I felt like being creative and journaling, I could do it. And so I felt myself really going into that, that mind frame of just wanting just to have me, just me, 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 Lord, these kids take everything from me. But what I realized is I wasn't investing into me. So that's why my mind was going back to there. And that's a trick of the enemy too, because here I am trying to forsake this motherhood position that God has blessed me to be in, going to the past, thinking about, oh, how great life was before children. See, and the enemy will see this. This is why these things are important, because the enemy will try to sneak up and mess with you. But Satan, I rebuke you in the mighty name of Jesus. We not be in the name of Jesus. So anyway, <laughs> when I was thinking all that, but then God brought me back to my senses and I realized I'm not investing into me. I'm not taking care of me. And so invest in yourself. So things that I like to do, number one is I love, I really love blasting my Jesus music. Like I'm not playing, like I love it. Like I love it. And my, my husband is a producer and he sings. So there's a couple songs he made. So lately I'll get in my minivan, y'all, my caravan. Okay. Chrysler caravan. What at? And I'm driving, and it, it could just be up the street, but I cannot start driving until my music's right, and I blast it. And I'm telling you, I just, I'm living my best life, even if it's for five minutes. <laughs> but to me, I'm like, yes, like this is my me time. This is how I'm investing into myself. I'm listening to godly music. I'm blasting it. I'm dancing like it's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe and I love it. <laughs> so again, whatever makes you happy. Um, other things I like to do, I love to journal and plan and write things down. So I make sure I do that. Um, I love candles. I love candles. Like I love when the house is clean and I lit a candle, especially at night. So if you like candles, go get yourself a candle. 
you know, go get one. <laughs> Walmart have some, the dollar store have some, you can order some from Amazon. Candles are everywhere. Okay? Um, so yeah, <laughs> get yourself if it's a candle, get a candle. If it's a bath, take a bath. You know, whatever it may be. But what I realized is I wasn't I I wasn't investing into me. And so, you know, the other day, what did I do? I um what was it that I did? I, I went to Walmart because, you know, there's only Walmart and Target anyway. And I went there and I saw this. Um, I, I'm like really into my skin now. I'm into my hair and my skin. Like I've always, you know, taken care of myself, but I'm, you know, taking, making an extra effort. And so I'm in a store yesterday and I, it's this, um, it's by Shea Moisture. It's like this, this milk cleanser and moisturizer and first of all i i love the colors tan and white or browns and all those natural colors i love it so the packaging is on point hello brandon and so not brand like not brandon the name like brandon <laughs> i feel like i keep saying someone's name but anyway <laughs> so i see that i look at it i'm smelling it. i was like oh my goodness i'm envisioning myself washing my face and just having a whole moment but i'm like no no I'm not going to spend this money. I'm not going to do it. I put it down. Then I said, hold up. I got, I'm working. I, I got the money. I'm being responsible. Bills are paid. Why not? I went and got it. And I'm telling you, it makes me so happy. It, it makes me like, okay, it makes me happy about not just washing my face once a day, but now I make sure I wash my face twice a day, in the morning, in the nighttime. You know what I mean? I put it in my cute little self-care bag. I made myself a, um, I bought, it's like a makeup bag pretty much, but one side's makeup that I don't even wear. And the other side's like all my skincare products. And I, listen, this makes me feel so special. I told my kids, this is mommy stuff. You don't touch it. I put it in a little bag, so I carry it with me. You know, I keep it in my room. And, but I'm telling you, something simple as that is just me investing into myself, buying my skincare products, again, buying makeup because I was watching YouTube. But, you know, and having it in my cute little bag, it makes me happy. And it's like, ah, this this is something for me. I'm investing into myself. If it for you, it might be books. Listen, I buy books off of Amazon. It makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. So <laughs> it does. But listen, sis, invest into yourself. When you do that, you're going to feel better. When you feel better, you're going to look better because you're smiling. You know, your overall appearance is going to be better. And then you, you're going to be better for your family and for your business. All right. So yes, I'm a, let me do a quick recap. The six tips for my mompreneurs who are struggling out there. Number one, seek the Lord for time management and scheduling. Number two, meal prep. It will save your life. Number three, invest in a virtual assistant. Don't be scared to outsource. Number four, a business journal. Don't do it all. Write it all. Write it all down first. Number five, stay positive. Think, what's it, Philippians 4, verses 4 to 8, it tells you to think on things that are pure. Think of things of a good report or a virtue. If anything good, think on those things. Go read it for yourself. But think positive. It will help you out. And number five, invest in time for yourself. Sis, have you some me time? When you do those things, you're going to feel better. 
You're going to be able to flow and you're going to be able to balance all that God has graced you to do. And again, remember, your balancing is going to look different. It doesn't mean that every day is going to flow the same. It doesn't mean that everything's going to even out, but it will get done if you follow these tips and follow the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to do it like I do it. You do it how the Lord gives it to you. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in. And just remember, sis, that Jesus loves you. And so do I. And until next time, bye-bye.